Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquarensite and these are going to be your Aquarius season messages for Leo. Hello Leo and everyone else that's watching this for the full moon message. Um, right, I'm going to say this, right? Um, well, first of all, let me say this, technical. I, I hope the mic is okay. I'm having a few mic issues this morning, which always makes me wonder, you're the first sign that I'm reading for today. And it always makes me wonder if the sign does not want the message. <laughs> because it always happens that way usually it happens with earth signs so it's interesting that it happens with you there's your first card out it is star family interesting that you get that um so like i said there's a full moon in leo i think it's on the 25th if i remember correctly i didn't really have a check but we're gonna get into this reading let me read you star family and it says you're part of a team of souls call in support and it almost feels like clean up on aisle three kind of message immediately the vulture comes up right and it, it all the, the cleanup crew like let's call him the cleanup crew that's what this feels like but let me read you this it says at some stage we were each a part of a soul cluster a gathering of souls who broke away from one another to experience themselves individually those who are part of your soul cluster are part of your star family now since we're i think we're all part of a soul like one thing we're all part of the universe or god or divinity or source or spirit whatever you call it so not only are we each each other's soul family but we're all the same thing really essentially right anyway let me continue your star family of those souls who are cut from a similar cosmic cloth see this is not my um theory how it goes but hey we'll go with this at the moment there's a reason i'm using this book is that even if things are worded in a way that we don't agree with them or that it's a different kind of philosophy or theory than our own it's still very similar like we're st we're trying to find the common ground and i think that's the theme going forward collectively but anyway let me continue this you haven't just experienced lifetimes together. Your souls were once actually one. Okay, that bit. Yeah, totally on board. It's very common for star family members to incarnate at similar times, to work with anchoring a similar frequency of light and to cross paths with each other. You know that someone is part of your star family when you feel like you know and remember them from the moment you meet. They feel instantly familiar and comfortable. Time both passes quickly and stretches when you're with them you feel more yourself with them than with anyone else it can sometimes feel like looking in the mirror because in a way you are often you'll go out of your way to help those in your star family instinctively knowing it's part of your path when a star family member dies you feel it very deeply regardless of how long you knew them a certain soul mourning or soul breaking occurs think about the people in your life and who who do you feel is part of your star family if this card comes up in a spread, it's likely that you've met someone who is part of your star family or you're about to. Starseed Soul Inquiry. Who do you think is from the star same star family as you? How can you call upon them for support? So I will take this opportunity to tell you who is part of my star family and it's all of you. Every single person. Everything on this planet. Anything that is infused with energy. Anything that is can be seen as living. Um... I think it's infused with the same thing and I'll tell you um, why I don't go in for like clusters of star family as in hey us guys at Aquarian Insight we're a star family but people that support whatever are not our star family I go bigger than that 
I think on one level, yes, you know, everything must be true at a certain level and everything's true and everything's bullshit. It just depends which perspective we're looking at it from. But anything that is infinite, right, it, there can only be one of it because it never ends. If something doesn't end, then something else can't begin. And I do believe in the infinite nature of divine energy, um, as in it, it didn't have a beginning. It will never have an end. It will just go on. Um, whether this universe goes on, whether your life goes on, that one thing, and even to call it one thing is to miscategorize it, I think. And since we're all that one thing, I'm a human being, I have, I'm restricted by the language that I can use. Um, then we're not just, you know, no, we talk about past lives together. I think you have had every past life, everything you, I mean, when you, to put it a different way so if you incarnate again after this lifetime which i think all lifetimes are happening at the same time because it's it's like playing the sims right and you might have anyone that's ever played the sims if you've starved one character and they die or you know they didn't get enough rest you know how they die sometimes in the sims if you've ever played it some people do that for fun then even though another character is born or comes about right you're still there playing it it doesn't matter right it's just you that's your game you're the only one that's playing all the characters and that's how i see the universe experiencing itself through us so when you think back right you may remember certain characters that you played they had a nice outfit or they had a good job or you got them really far in the game but you were still them and then you know i've had people say to me but then what about past lives that like, what do past lives have to do with anything you remember those stories for a reason so in, in if you incarnate again which is what i was going to say sorry that if you incarnate again in your next lifetime right even though in this lifetime you're you you're the leo in your next lifetime you might remember that you oh i was this tarot reader called jay aquarian insight and that would be correct because the same thing that animates me animates you so i think yeah i mean it's not that i'm against our families i just think this card doesn't go far enough right now yes with some people we are much more aware of this than with others for example you're not going to look at an enemy or someone that you totally do not like in the public sphere not yet anyway we're moving towards that and think, oh my God, that person's my, you know, star family. No, because we judge them. We judge them as bad. We judge them as dark. We judge them as not of the light. And so we don't see them as part of our star family. So I, I kind of feel like this reading specifically is talking about someone that you feel that connect. And you may not, it may not make sense. It may not make sense why you feel that way about someone. But hey, that's what comes up around this. Right let's now read vulture and i love this card i think it may might be one of my favorite cards from this deck because i don't think vulture energy really gets considered enough it doesn't really come out that often i'll be completely honest with you i don't haven't seen it that often oh and another thing i will tell you other than aquarius and gemini um everyone has gotten air element animals and everyone's gotten different air element animals so the fact that vulture comes up here um it's pretty exciting to me although it may not be to you i mean it's not a very attractive animal right if you look at vultures and if you see a, a vulture circling over your head like that's usually not good good news i literally just um 
listen to an audiobook version of Ernest Hemingway's The Snows of Kilimanjaro, which was an amazing um, version of it. It was read by Charlton Heston. Amazing. But part of it is the vultures that he sees circling overhead and he's dying on this mountain with gangrene. But anyway, let's continue. Vulture, guardian and purifier, essential for rebalance. The vulture is perhaps the most misunderstood creature of all. That's probably why I love it. This intriguing bird balances our ecosystem and prevents the spread of disease. It does the dirty work that no one else wants to do and cleans up our messes. The vulture appears when there's a situation that needs to be purified or brought back into balance. I mean, the focus is temperance, so this all ties in wonderfully together. Remember, the vulture is greatly undervalued. What you thought was a mistake or tragedy is a blessing in disguise. When in balance, clarifies, reveals wisdom. When out of balance, dramatic, aggressive. Who, Leo? No, not Leo, being sarcastic. To bring into balance, clean your space, sage. But now, I won't go into the sage stuff because you guys, if you're on Discord, then you know I've talked about this many times. I've even talked about it in videos about how I feel about saging. In fact, with everything, it doesn't matter what you do. It's why do you feel the need to clarify that space, right? That's the first question that we ask ourselves. Um, why do we need to do that? I've often said that to me, saging is the nuclear option. I would probably sage a new space. Like if I moved house, I'd sage it, but I wouldn't sage my house. Um, and that's just me. Um, that's not, if you sage your house, that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Um, I don't know who I said this for, but there is no wrong now. Like just, but just be clear in your reasons for why you're doing what. Why do you have to clear that space? Why, you know, what is, what is your own feeling around this? Now, so it talks about star family, it talks about vulture, um, which is, you know, clearing up a mess. Have you had a falling out with a member of your star family or someone that you were really close to, but now you, you're not so close to them or something happened, right? Um, I will say that. And you may feel like you supported them or you were there for them. I want to say that. Why am I saying that? Because we have the king of pentacles, king of coins in the past here who is very stable, very solid. Now, it may be that they were that for you, right? That they offered you stability. You know, Aquarius is your seventh house. And obviously I understand that, you know, a lot of you, I don't know how you watch this. You may watch this from a very mundane level, as in you've got something literally going on in your life you know or you may be looking at it from an energetic level you know around okay what do i need to know around relationships the in in general right hopefully you do both i think they're always connected the 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 energetic kind of side of it and the mundane side they're always connected they have to be right everything's connected so let's see what's the king of oh yeah there's some kind of i mean whenever you get the star that is fated this feels big so star family the star is coming up with this king of pentacles over here. Um, now, forget everyone else for a moment. Let's say you are the king of pentacles. Um, king of pentacles is Taurus. Taurus is your 10th house. This could be around a career. This could be around a job, right? And you've gotten to a place where you're committed to 
to going through with you know really working on doing this vision that you have with the star the star can be a number of things and but overall the star is saying it's hope it's a vision for the future it's what we see after the tower falls right it's the clarity it's that fated feeling of this is written in the stars relationship your role in the world how you make money how you've been working what you're committed to all of these themes come up with the king of pentacles coming up with the star however you knew there was going to be a but that came up somewhere queen of wands ten of swords it i don't know it just feels like there's no energy left here or um you know i want to use the word disgraced someone feels disgraced um it's really strange so why would that come up the ten of swords is a shadow of the past now it doesn't mean that you were disgraced i just want to say say this that word comes up so it obviously applies to someone um you know i wasn't respected i wasn't treated well that kind of thing may may come up with this but when is the queen of wands coming up with that ten of swords it's the ten of swords may be the past because we look at the literal past and it could be like i was doing so well i was so committed i was really working on stuff i was using my resources well i was this pillar of support i was headed towards my goal i don't know what the hell happened right it could be that or, you know, this could still be going on, but out of nowhere, this doubt has come in, right? Something has come in there. These are both in the past. This is not news. Oh, wow. All right. Why can't you show up the way you want to show up? What's around that? Ten of Swords clarified by the Ten of Swords. Bloody hell. Right. Let's get another one from the original. That is madness. Why is that Ten of Swords there twice? Okie dokie. King of Cups, bloody hell. All right. So the way that I read, I, I bring in all sorts of everything that I, I know about tarot, astrology, everything. So we've got Taurus over here, which is your rollout in the world, what you're destined to do, how you want to show up, what you're committed to. And then we've got the King of Cups, which is your fourth house. <clears throat> it feels like... I'll tell you how this feels, that I don't have the oomph to do this, right? Because the Queen of Wands is the oomph. And she is... Let, let's talk about her. Aries energy, right? You've got Aries in your ninth house. So you're in this time of expansive growth. of With the North Node there, you're about to have one hell of a spring if you're in the Northern Hemisphere or autumn if you're in the Southern um but yeah with the queen of wands coming up there this is that this is what inspires me this is who i am i do like the fact that you kind of you're in touch with your own fire in some ways right but why the hell is it coming up with the ten of swords twice and the eight of swords which is that i can't i can't do it i can't be who i am right um ten of swords twice is that like every awful thing ever is coming back up there feels like a shadow that no matter how fast you run or how much you, you can't get away from it it's like that thundercloud above your head right the king of cups reminds you here this is not anything to do with anyone outside of you and i'm not saying something external did not happen but where we are here it's the expression of the self you saying you can't your reasons why you can't say that and the king of cups your scorpio your fourth house saying 
if we are not comfortable in ourselves with who we are, how the hell can we be comfortable outside? You know, we're, of course, we're going to think that we can't go for that career move or be that person in public or do whatever. Of course, we're going to feel that way. That's what the King of Cups is reminding you. And yet it's so close, you can almost smell it with this King of Pentacles star energy coming up in the past. You've either already done it or you at least see how to do it. So I'll tell you why I'm saying that, you know, it's how comfortable you are in your own skin beyond the King of Cups. Because you have the world here and the world is the completion of how you've done something like you've got nothing more to be gained from how you do things and yet before you kind of leap into this new expression or creative expression it may be for you um the vultures saying we need to clean up a mess there's this kind of it came up for pisces i think this message of integration but with temperance coming up there this is balance and harmony right um that's Sagittarius I feel like this is coming in for that ninth house um Aries energy that's coming in for you but hey it could also be um what's Sagittarius is your fifth house how you love yourself and this is a collective theme I think I talked about it in the weekly Leo everything that you do everything is an act of love right and now actually let me remedy that Everything that you do is an act of what you know of love. Love is much more expansive and much more pure than what most of us realise. I mean, that kind of love, you know, I'm sure we've caught glimpses of it and it's very moving and very powerful when we do, but very few of us are able to love ourselves in that way. And so we do this version of love maybe that's the the best way to put it and that's what i really feel around this leo full moon is that we stop doing a version of love because we want the real thing we don't want a version of love we want the real thing right and what do i mean by a version of love it means if you were committed to something saw a vision did it but it all went horribly wrong right if you're demonizing the person who messed it all up for you, who ended the relationship, sacked you from the job, did whatever, right? Who messed it all up. That is a version of love. It, it means what you're actually saying, the I statement there is, I cannot love myself if I was part of this horrible thing that happened. So I'm going to focus completely on the faults of the other person. That is a version of love. Because what you're saying is, unless I think this way, unless I accept this as truth, I cannot love myself. Which means we shut down parts of ourselves, we keep them imprisoned, we say, hey, you can't do that, don't do that, don't say that, you're going to hurt someone, you're going to do whatever. So there is a mess that needs to be cleaned up here. Purification, a pure version of love that comes up. And how do we do this? Well, with temperance coming up, it means temperance doesn't ask for or look for anything new. It's not looking for a new experience, right? The angel that shows up there. She has her two cups. And, you know, in this one, it may even be two cups, two of cups, right? A relationship of support. The first thing we understand is that 
there is more than one expression of love. There's more than one choice in this situation. There is more than one thing that we can create out of what we have here. And I think you, some of you may be trying to do that because you have temperance as what you're focused on, what you're dealing with or how you move forward. Now, here's the beauty of both temperance and Saturn, or sorry, the world coming up here is you already have the knowledge. This really powerful. There is some version that you've already been, something that you've already seen, some hope that you've already had, some destined feeling, some fated connection, whether you're with that person or not, right? This is not, if this is around a relationship, you still know how that feels. And temperance is saying, hey, you know, if you've got this idea of I need a new this, I need a new that, I need to go find out how to do this, or I need to go learn how to do that. Temperance for now is saying, you've got so much experience and so much knowledge. So is the world, it's graduation. It's just, it needs to be used in a different way. That there is a different expression of this Ace of Wands waiting to come out. There's an idea here that it can you can only be one person or that there's only one way of expressing your feelings. And that's not true. And that's going to be really difficult, if, especially if you have done it a certain way and it hasn't felt good or it's gone tits up. Right. Or something happened around that. My emotions can mean one, more than one thing. You know, if I feel hurt, it doesn't mean that somebody was trying to hurt me, but. I must ask myself why I was hurt. Like, it's not about denying. More than one thing can be true. There's a balancing coming in. I mean, if you have a look at this, these are two extremes. So you've got the king of pentacles and the, he is building, like, you know, this is almost like building a cathedral energy or like you have this vision. If you build it, they will come. King of pentacles star, right? That's that kind of a vision. Massive. Going on faith. This is fated. And now I'm meant to do this. This is the opposite. This is, okay, so I know I'm the queen of wands. I know what my inspiration is. I know what I want. And I even know how to go get it, but I can't do it. I can't break out of my mental prison. I can't get past all the stories about the past that come up. And here's a little um, line I hear a lot, especially, I mean, you're Leo. But I hear this a lot from people with a lot of water in their charts of where... I feel too much or I feel like, you know, that can come up with the King of Cups that he feels everything. He knows everything. And yet it empowers him. That's the beauty of when you feel things, when you feel them really deeply, that the problem isn't what you feel. The problem is the story that you have about the feeling. Will you remember the last time you felt that and what happened? Like that becomes the mental prison of the story that you have about your feelings and what they mean. Let's get clarified for temperance. The chariot. So, I mean, again, we've got balance coming in um, with the chariot and temperance. Temperance is moderation. It's alchemy in some ways. It's similar to the, the magician, but in a, in a very different way because the magician has outside of himself, right? He has these tools there. He has all the aces and he has this knowledge and it's like, how do I use this? What different ways can I, it's like Tetris, right? Or what different ways can I put this together? And it, does he have the confidence to do that? But temperance isn't that. Temperance is 
pause. That's why it's patient. It's like you've been so focused on one area of your life, sometimes it can say, right, that you're neglecting other areas. It's taking stock of your life. Things have changed. The landscape has changed. There is a different way to use the ingredients that you have. There's a different way that you can do this. But you're, the missing part is you. And you, in fact, you know, um, I say the temperance is like the magician, but also like the lovers. It's the opposite sign of Sagittarius. Sagittarius and the lovers is the opposite. Um, and with the lovers, you see them all separate, right? The trinity of the angel and the two lovers there. But in temperance, everything's embodied together. It becomes one. It's integration. That's where that word comes up. Check out the Pisces reading if this one doesn't quite do it for you. Because that was all about integration. Now let's talk about Pisces. Jupiter and Pisces comes up. So you've got this mental stuff, but it's blending it together with the emotional. And even if you look over here, I'll tell you what we've got somewhere. Even with the King of Cups coming up, here you've got how you i mean it's physical reality he rules he has mastery over physical reality so it's like um that i know what my body can do i know how much time i have i know how much money i have i know how i earn money and how i use my time i know what i own like he he has mastery over all of that he's very aware of how to use his resources to get this dream or to move towards this what gives him hope and I haven't said this, but I'm going to say it, but I doubt it. if you watch my videos, it's probably not you. But on, on one level, this could also be that what gives me hope is when I have money or when I have a big house, or when I have a car, like that. Like I doubt anyone watching me is going to be feeling that way. But hey, that could be one part of it. It feels The past feels to be positive and that's not a very positive way of looking at the past. But I will say it just in case somebody needs to hear it or you're dealing with someone like that. So you've got this kind of physical reality here. You've got this mental reality here with the coming up with the Queen of Wands is how difficult your mind is making it for you to show up and go for the things that you want to go for. Now, you've got the King of Cups here, right? And he balances this out. But this is how you feel about all of these kind of I can't do it. And this is how shit everything happened in the past. And I'm at rock bottom, right? And in a way, this does feel and this feels messy vulture but it also feels very kind of self-recriminating and remember sometimes self-recriminations can come through blaming of other people and things but in your heart of hearts you know you know how you feel right with that king of cups but here's totally different like whereas your king of cups is being used in a way to deal with this messy thoughts the chariot is about yes bringing them both together but you're aiming your chariot towards this nine of cups, what you're grateful for, what you wish for, what your heart desires. You can, and, and hey, I want to make this very clear. It is taking all of what's already there. It's taking your king of pentacles energy. It's taking your king of cups energy. It's taking that star. It's taking the 10 of swords and the eight of swords as well. It's temperance. There, this can mean something else. This, There is a higher purpose or meaning out of this that drives me forward, doesn't restrict. Every reason for why I can't do something is also the reason why I can. One more. 
Seven of Pentacles. So what is worth your time and effort? So you, you might have this, whatever this King of Pentacles is, but what is worth it? What are you focused on? What are you investing in? Now, with the Nine of Cups, there's full heart energy. That's very expansive. This is what I love. This is what I wish for. And the star in the Nine of Cups coming up is beautiful because the Nine of Cups is, I think, in a wish kind of way, um, a minor version of the Major Arcana, the star card. But this is very much about when temperance comes up. Remember, it's taking stock of your life that you may have been really focused on career, relationship, whatever. And this is saying, well, we need to bring in other aspects. And sometimes it is that way, right? I want you to think about this. Say, for example, you um, you want to get fit, right? Let's just use it. So you can see it. You know how healthy you could be. You know how fit you could be. You've set yourself a goal. You want to climb a mountain. You want to do something, right? That's the vision. You've got it. Queen of Wands, you know what you need to do. You know, I need, you know I'm going to get a trainer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Eight of Swords, I can't. Every day I wake up late. I'm addicted to sugar. Like, you know, something like, whatever. Whatever it may be, you've got this. Th this comes up. And then you feel crappy about that you haven't done it. Temperance says, okay, well, you're focused so much on one area, which is getting fit. And you keep doing this loop of, I know what I need to do. Excuse me. I'm sorry I'm picking such a mundane example. It's only because it's the King of Pentacles. Apply this to work. Apply this to anything that you want to do. Redecorating the house, cleaning the house, whatever, right? Temperance says, well, all right, so you know what to do around that. But to move forward, it's obviously not help happening. So how could you be more heart invested in this? If you did it with a partner, if you... Imagine you met someone, right? So you met someone. Would that urge you to get more in shape and stuff? Like, what is that heartfelt part of this that would motivate you to move forward? It's not even motivation. I, You know, I've been saying this for the last eight years. I remember, I, while I'm saying eight years, there was a Reddit post that someone talked about motivation. And I said, motivation lasts about three days. I remember I wrote on there. I said, motivation lasts about three days. That That cannot be your reason to do something. You won't invest in it for long enough. You'll do it for about three days and you feel like crap. So this is a much more heartfelt space of that. You know, just knowing stuff doesn't feel like it's enough. It's not moving you forward. It's this nine of cups part of the star that seems to get you going forward. So which means with the world, it's the end of doing things in a certain way. And I think this is... I think you've been trying to do it alone, right? That's what I'm going to say. Because you've got kings coming up. And even the queen of wands, they're very much this energy. I mean, she's very social, yes. But not when the, there's two ten of swords and an eight of swords. Like, she's cut herself off. She's she's almost in her own kind of mental hell in some ways. And you may be the most social person out there. I mean, we're, this is January. So maybe you spent time with a lot of people, family, friends, whatever, over the last month. Bloody hell, was Christmas only a month ago? Not even. It feels like lifetimes ago. But this is that that sense of I've been trying to do everything alone, right? And there are there's a star family out there. Even if it's for good, bad, ugly, whatever happens, whatever your interaction is with people, that I think that's part of this, that you've been trying to do it all alone. That your wish or your your dream, it gets you out of bed, yes. But then what you do with it, that's changing with the world. It says you've just completed a massive cycle. This card has come up. I mean, 
in either deck but judgment has come up in every single reading that i've done of course because that is saturn and that is pluto and they're the last two cards of the uh, major arcana it's a cycle right so 20 and 21 so here's the deal guys if you feel like you've been stuck if it's like you know i, I can't move forward and i'm stuck in this like groundhog day and keep doing the same bloody thing again and again right we're clearing away some of this because with vulture and the world and judgment says i've completed a cycle it's time for me to do something differently now be, i have to say it because it sits right underneath it what you're doing differently is how you react to your thoughts what comes up in your thoughts you also have a massive decision to make just gonna say that why am i saying that because you have high priestess here you have judgment here high priestess is number two judgment is 20 they're both two cards and both of them refer to a decision this decision is made from your intuition from a gut feeling this is made from having reviewed your life your past ten of swords twice right and you draw a line under it and you face the future without fear it's a decision that changes everything nothing is the same again it's true transformation that happens where a part of your old life goes away right that's what happens in judgment let's get one more what the hell's going on leo so i mean this i'll tell you this because it's a full moon reading as well actually let me get it from the other deck that's the tower sorry if you didn't realize um the world judgment and the tower those are the three of the big five cards of change coming up now here's the other thing that we must look at if this is the past and we have the star here and the star comes after the tower were you trying to go for something without closing out something else without making the change necessary and, and i'm speaking to everyone now just not just leos think back to the past think over the past year right i want you to think about that and what what moves have you been trying to make what have you been trying to go for but we hadn't fully closed it out maybe we were trying to you know just sidle out of you but we didn't deal with it it's vulture like there is something that needs to be cleaned up whether it's in our thinking whether it's uh, is that so in our thinking so that what we actually feel what we love can come out so we can have a truer version of love rather than whatever we called love before let's get one for this tower now four of cups now what is the interesting part of the four of cups it's cancer you've got double cancer energy which is your 12th house right um you might want to check out the cancer reading actually if that you feel led to do that because that was all about relationships and how everything comes down to relationships in the end you got star family so with the four of cups and i talked about this back in capricorn season remember that um spiritual emptiness syndrome video i did where i looked at this when the person looks at the three cups it's this very unfulfilling like as i was talking about this hey you're not alone you have to do it alone how many of you were sat there thinking yeah right jay you know chance would be a good thing i wish i had people in my life that supported me i wish someone understood me i wish i had people that you know were on board with me or did whatever right the four of cups says well you're looking at the wrong in the wrong place three cups 
your your kind of support that you are now able to give and to receive has changed because by looking at the three cups you are looking to the past you're looking at past relationships this could be stories around how you supported people i was always there for them they never did anything for me it could be that right especially with the king of pentacles coming up here um but it's it you're asked to look at in your own cup your own how do i feel king of cups not how do my feelings react to my thoughts but how do i actually feel nine of cups what what fills my heart and I want to say this, right? With the four of cups, that's being stuck in a rut. That's apathy. That's boredom. We're just stuck emotionally. I call it Legionnaire's disease, right? Because it's that rising water. We're just stuck in that water. It's that still body of water. With the tower coming up, there's a massive shakeup there. Now, sometimes that massive shakeup can happen through a disruptive element that, you know, um, I, know I know somebody in my own life that this has happened to who just totally cut someone out of their life but and then probably feel better about it like you know um feeling that way but also part of it was that that person was enabling them to stay stuck in a rut by you know they were always just talking about the same thing again and again to that person so when that person goes there's no one to talk to about that stuff which immediately makes you feel better because you're not focused temperance right you're not focused on that one thing now you're focusing on other things so I'm not going to lie to you, this could be disruptive the way that this comes up. But you literally have the world, judgment, the high priestess and the tower. Also, when the tower and the high priestess come up together, that is lightning bolt intuition. That, you know, there's this kind of intuitive breakthrough that we have. And you will know it when it happens to you because it's not going to be one of those. Oh, I wonder if she's. No, you won't have to wonder. It will be as if you thought you were walking around in daytime, but really you were walking around in the dark and all the lights come on and suddenly you have a realisation of why you're stuck. No, that has nothing to do with anyone else. Nothing to do with anyone else. Um, There was, I have a member, they haven't done it for years now, but what they used to do was... um feel really left out feel really like no one cared about them and stuff but they would do things like join like a group like a family group or something that we had on signal or whatsapp or something it was whatsapp in those days um and then take offense at what was done there and then leave but then feel left out and it's so the three of cups i'm not supported but it's like you left like distancing yourself does not create closer relationships so and it sounds really obvious to say but sometimes we don't see it we don't feel it this is a breakthrough in how we feel like whatever that stuck feeling is the you got saturn pluto and mars <coughs> excuse me i also want to say this the fact that the tower comes up which is mars with um judgment pluto and um mars is going to conjunct pluto i think it's on the 13th or 14th around valentine's day that may be it like it may take from now like your full moon until then for you to realize oh shit this is what it is we will have had a new moon by then as well so okay 
You keep getting these five of pentacles. That's the knight of cups with the five of pentacles. Let's get one more. Bloody hell, it's all happening here. There we go. Now we've got a little Leo charms. Let me just get the clarifiers for this. Wow. I knew it. What did I know? What did you know, Jay? So this has been coming up a lot for where I see a message from the past coming up in the advice again, right? Which is how it's designed. But this, excuse me, but this is so clear. So here you've got the King of Pentacles, which is, I have to, shit, my whole thing just flashed there. I hope this is recording fine. I really do. Remember what I was saying that I have to do it alone. I have to commit to this. I have to use my time and resources. This is on me. I take ownership. And this can sound really strong. But there's one thing that it tells you here. King of Pentacles, Hermit, right? It says, yeah, you might have the time, effort, resources to do this. But you will always be alone if you do it this way. Remember, this is saying we're not doing things this way. King of, and I don't usually read the hermit as alone, right? You, with your resources, with your time, with your commitment, yes, you discern where you want to invest your time, effort, and energy, Seven of Pentacles. But if you see it as I have to do this alone by myself, away from the world, I will always be left wanting. I will always struggle. I will always feel like there's something missing. There will always be a lack there right now how do i know that you might be saying well no jay it might be saying double down on the king of pentacles there's no double down energy at the moment i mean obviously if that's what you want to do go for it good luck with the world judgment and the tower um but if i do this on my own away from everyone everything like just make my own decisions they are socially responsible the kings are socially responsible which means what they do does impact other people. And, and that might be another thing. Maybe you do want to do something, but you're afraid of it impacting other people. Sorry, it will impact other people. Like, you know, that's kind of the star family part. That we impact other people, and other people impact us. We don't always know what that impact is. We don't know, you know, it doesn't always go the way we want it to either. Two of Wands, we are going in a different direction. I've really got a feeling that a lot of this is around that Mars conjunct Pluto energy for you. So keep an eye out for that around Valentine's Day. Um, let's get one more for this. I will come to this in a moment. That's the future. One more. Let me push my luck. Let me have one more for Leo. Or whatever this is. Come on. Well. Page of Swords. So, I mean, what are we clearing up? We can literally see it. If Vulture was about purifying, clearing up a mess, what's the messiest part? I mean, apart from the way that I've laid them out, but eight of swords, ten of swords, right? These are all those, that swords. This is a purification, which is beginner's mindset. We start from scratch. We ask questions. We're curious instead of feeling like we have all the answers. You may know what you feel. It doesn't mean that the story you have attached to that is the correct one. You you may or may not connect with, you may or may not have a support network. You may or may not connect with the support network that you've always had, right? 
but there is some major upheaval going on in that area. I would also meditate with the hermit coming up and that staff. What does it mean to you? I mean, I can answer for you, to you what my staff family means, but it took me years to consider it, to sit with it, to understand it. You don't have to share what that card says. You don't have to share what I say to that. But you must know what your own notion, temperance, right? You must know what your own understanding or meaning is to such concepts. If you just believe that, nah, it's just me, I'm born, I die, that's it, it's the end of it. But then think to what that says about how you function through life. Like, you know, you're, I'm born alone, I die alone, it's just me, it's always going to just be me. Then how do you feel about loneliness? Are you lonely? Or do you feel safe and secure? Do you not feel challenged? Like, what is the... There's so many different ways this could go, but it depends on you. And the Page of Swords would ask that, would be curious about that. Because before you can take it in a new direction, two of wands, you have to know what you've been doing with it. You have to know what you are lacking, why you feel like you're lacking that, even though you've got this abundant vision or idea or awareness of yourself, then what is missing? Where have you been going it alone or in hiding even? But it doesn't have to be that way. Because we've got here in the future... We have the Ace of Wands, which is a new vigour. It is a spark. It's what brings us to life. It's enthusiasm. It's excitement. It's like, I could do this. This is, could be a passion project that comes up, right? And I will say this, and it was meditations on the Six of Wands that brought this up for me in my own life, which was, you know what? At some point when you don't think much of yourself, you build yourself up saying, yeah, I'm a child of God, or, you know, I'm worth this, and... I have a right to do this, you know, I have a soul contract, like we build ourselves up. But the other half of that is, is also, we can do it too much. So we put too much pressure on ourselves. I can't live up to my own destiny. I can't live up to this big fated feeling that I've got. Whereas the Ace of Wands is, I don't need to. Ace of Wands is, it excites me. It makes me feel alive. Whether it means anything to anyone else, that's not the point of it, right? This is totally different from doing things alone. The alone part, the hermit part, is within myself, I have to know what I value. Within myself, I have to know how I show up. But every member of the soul, fam soul family gets to be who they are individually. That's the key part of this. It doesn't mean we all do the same things or we do all kind of link arms and skip merrily down the road together. That doesn't happen. That It's about what inspires me what inspires me what is the dream that i have knight of cups so we're taking this star energy which is massive maybe you've had this kind of destiny feeling and you're taking it right down to a day-to-day -day level so it it doesn't overwhelm you as a great big vision and we start i don't know who i said this to they had the opposite message but for you guys it is that five of pentacles is necessity right it's what we lack and I always say it, necessity is the mother of invention. So what is the dream that is born out of this feeling of lack that you have out of this? And the dream isn't what do you have? What do you need to do? What do you need to support? What support do you need? It's not that. It's from deep within yourself of, well, who do I need to be? How can I show up with courage? How do I challenge this situation? How do I bring all parts of my... Because this is you. If anyone else had gotten this, you know, it's, it's coming up in the Leo reading. It's not coming up in bloody, you know, one of the other ones. It's coming up in the Leo reading. 
which says, you know, that how do I show up with increased confidence and courage and show up in the world? How do I do that as a spark? I, that's all I need to be. You know, you see this candle over here. That's all you need is a candle. So you're going to give that spark to anyone. You don't have to be the sun. Like sometimes I think with the star, uh, this could be, you know, like the sun, you didn't get the sun in your reading, but this, the sun is a star. And you see all these stars in the night sky and it's like, well, how can I compete with them? I know that I'm a great, my, in my own right, I'm a sun. I know not all stars are suns, but um, but, you know, it's that thing of, how do I compete with all of this? And it's like, I don't need to. I want to say this to you guys. Check out the Gemini reading. If you're if you're dealing with this kind of pressure to show up a certain way, because I said it to Gemini, which was, you know, if you're a, a small town artist, like your whole life, you've loved just painting pictures or making music, think about whatever it is. And now all of a sudden you need to go for the record contract or, or the gallery exhibition or something. And it's in the, the bright lights and the big city and it's all so much, right? You come back to yourself and say, no, but at the end of the day, I'm just an artist. I'm just a musician. I'm always, I've always been that. The setting changes, the people change, the amount I get paid for it changes. But at my core, I know it's my love of whatever that's gotten me to this, right? Yours one was very long, but... um. There you go, my lovelies. Those are your messages. I'm going to leave you right there and hand you over to me in the outro. So before you go, let's arm you with a little bit of Aquarian insight, extra Aquarian insight. This is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of Aquarius. And I've used the quotes of a double Aquarius. If his, um, if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him, not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this and I couldn't reduce it down. I just used all of them is the first one uh, is the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself so those are the ones where people will think this about me i can't do that i'm gonna hurt this person it's the guilt it's the shame it's all of that and those conversations happen within us then he also says you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential well, we're not gonna let that happen right this is where I think it's really important to realise that how I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who in the last year, and maybe even more than that, have experienced a lot of losses in their life, whether that's through death, whether that's people leaving. And it can be really easy to get comfortable. In fact, you know, even all the conversation around AI and governments and, you know, pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on, right when it comes down to it it's about how comfortable we want to be you know take care of me look after me um you know the ease at which we can have everything will what did that what did i hear someone call it the other day oh diseases of privilege that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy 
So those are the first few that I had and I posted those at the beginning of the video but then I have two more for you and I've saved the best ones to last. Tell yourself the truth that you've wasted enough time and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realise so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now, this is David Goggins, or Goggins as he'd put it. This is very Goggins actually. He has a split personality almost um, at his best. This is what he's like. And this is why he can be very polarizing. You don't have to be a Goggins. You don't have to use foul language. And yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it. Now, I watched a podcast of his, and you can watch it as well. It, it was posted on the 1st of January this year on Andrew Huberman's um, YouTube channel. You know, I love Andrew Huberman as well. That was like a dream come true. I knew it was going to be a great year as soon as I saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year. And here's the point, is that whatever you think of him, whether you think he's the best thing ever, if he's the best thing ever, then you can be like him. All he is is himself. If you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him, then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you. Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not, and you've heard me say this, and I hear him say it as well. In fact, why I love that podcast that is with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing and, you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it. And I thought, I understand that, mate, because I have the same fears. I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me. Now, we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius. And... You've heard me over the years, you don't even have to look at Goggins, you've seen me move from a place of insecurity to, I mean, I'm sure I've still got insecurities now, but to a stronger place within myself. And what I've realised over the years is, at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me, well, that's on them, right? Like, needing to make people stupid, um, and, and I didn't do it consciously, and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me, I'm an alien, or they don't get, understand what I'm saying. Um, even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me, that's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up uh, a three-course meal and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No, no, what I had to become okay with to, to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not really realising I had a three-course kind of Michelin-star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving at McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving at McDonald's. That's what you become okay with. However anyone takes you, it doesn't matter. Whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world, you know, Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see, you know, you'll hear, you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma, where, you know, this guy needs to be in therapy, what is he doing? You may think that, and people may think that about you as well, but that's on them. It says more about us. Our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them. Why am I going on about this? Because that's your only job, is to show up as you. I want you to think of a flower, think of a rose, 
and whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden, whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere, or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty, smoggy, polluted city, the rose is a rose and so are you. That's all you can do. All you can do is be who you are. And it's the courage to be who you are. That's what you're asked for now. That is what makes you so unique. And it isn't about, you know, when Goggins goes around, he does loads of things that most people don't even know about. You know, that he jumps out of planes to put out fires. He does all sorts of things. And he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else. He could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And, you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. And that's all you're doing. You're getting on with your life. So I hope if you take nothing else away from this season, that you will take away the point that you are here to just be you, to grow into whatever it is that you are, an oak tree, a rose, um, you know, ivy across um, the front of a building, but whether, and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden, whether you're growing up in, you know, inner city madness, or whether you're wild out in the wild somewhere growing, that's all you can be. All you can be is who you are and it's your job to be that fully. I hope you will do that. I hope you will take that to heart. I just want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really, really appreciate that. Please give a shout out and I give a shout out. I give my thanks, my love, my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment. Um, They make all of this possible. Thank you to everyone that interacts with me. That's on the Discord server. There's a link in the description if you'd like to join the Discord server, you can. I've noticed with uh, um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else. I'll let you know that right now. It's not like anywhere else um, or that I've been on the internet. I'm sure there must be other communities. We're not that unique. But when it comes to self-expression, all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness. So you don't get arguments and stuff. You know, No one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but everyone's too aware of themselves and that every statement is an I statement. Everywhere you look, you find yourself. So whatever you're looking for from a community, you will find that there. You know, people that are looking to argue with others or to take offense, you'll find it. We will always find that, right? Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I love you guys. I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.